Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune into what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, pre-recording from the home bunker. Folks, today is um, Indigenous Peoples Day, and... We have named it this day because many years ago, not many years ago, I guess a couple of years ago now, we decided as a country, or some people decided as a country, (laughs) maybe only half of us, who the fuck knows at this point, that we weren't going to give credit or celebrate a racist, rapist, misogynist explorer who believed that they could discover a place where people were already living and had already been living for generations. And so Columbus Day would be renamed Indigenous Peoples Day. But what I realized as we take time off for this holiday is that we call it Indigenous Peoples Day, but we don't actually talk about Indigenous people. We don't talk about their suffering. We don't talk about their brilliance. We don't talk about their ingenuity. We don't actually teach about the Indigenous people of this country. You know, I can remember a time many, many years ago, many, many moons ago, being in elementary school, And, you know, on this day or as we were getting ready to celebrate the Thanksgiving holiday, and mind you, I saw this recently and I was appalled. We would cut out little pilgrim hats, you know, from the black construction paper and cut out feathers and, you know, moccasins and the teachers in the classroom would have cornucopia and there would be these lovely stories, right, about the pilgrims and at that time, Indians, which now we refer to as Native Americans. Because you see, when you know better, you are supposed to actually do better, right? 
just because something has always been one way doesn't mean that once you've received more information that you can't make a pivot. And a couple of years ago, I, I think I might've been home visiting my family on Long Island and I saw kids getting off of the school bus and I was shocked and appalled because they had the same fucking cutouts that I had had decades earlier that they were still carrying home from school. The same cutouts of the pilgrim hats and the moccasins and all of this. And we're going to learn about, you know, Columbus and we're going to learn about, you know, Thanksgiving. And I'm like, why is it so goddamn hard to just tell the truth once you learn it? Because I'm not saying that from the beginning of time, we should have, you know, that we understood who these people were. And what America loves to do is that they love to, and this is present, right, with actors and directors who we want to still love their art, but then condemn the people that have been sexual predators or what have you. Like, we still want to celebrate and listen to certain music and watch certain movies and not make the connection between the actions of said explorer or said actor and what we have benefited from their experience. And I don't understand why we make it so difficult to do both and. You can acknowledge, right, that without Columbus, without Columbus having drunkenly sailed around and didn't actually discover America, because again, you can't discover something that is already inhabited. You can't discover a place that is already inhabited. And it wasn't even America that he fucking landed on. That we wouldn't have been able to connect continents in a certain way. We wouldn't understand things about geography, things about our earth and the planet and the water and all of these things. And so you can acknowledge that by virtue of his exploration, that we learned a lot more about the planet and its people. You can recognize that. And then also understand that he was a rapist, murderer, savage, right? Like, he wanted to call the people that welcomed and with open arms these community-minded indigenous people welcoming these strangers thinking that they are just as loving and open and community-minded and earth-minded as they are. Unbeknownst to them, they literally invited the vampires into their house, right? You can tell both of those stories because both of them are fucking true. But what America does is whitewash and eliminate anything, anything that is negative about their precious white explorers or their precious white presidents or their precious white, you know, inventors and leave everything else out. 
So that all we're left to believe, which is what is the foundation of white supremacist ideology, is that white people are the end-all, be-all of all things. Right? That they are the builders. Without white people, oh my God, where would the planet be? I, I would argue maybe probably in better shape than with the white people that have been in charge of it thus far. I would argue that we would have a better understanding of who we are as a people. And I mean all people, the contributions of all people to define this nation would have made us stronger. Because we would then be working from this collective, communal understanding of how each and every community in this nation is integral to the success of this nation. But we didn't do that. White, cis, hetero men in charge of all things decided that they were the ones to be carved in marble that their accomplishments and theirs alone were the ones to lift up and celebrate. So much so that we created entire histories and curriculums and good, good bedtime stories about the founding of this nation and these great men and the founding fathers and all of these things without contextualizing what was actually happening with the rest of the fucking people that inhabited this country. You can talk, right, about the genius and the creativity of the founding fathers in their creation of the Constitution and this idea of a democracy and also talk about the fact that they alone would dictate who was considered human and who wasn't. That while they were screaming and dumping tea in the ocean about their own oppression, that they shackled human beings, raped and tortured them, broke apart families, and destroyed tried to, I will say, tried to destroy the soul of black people, enslaved African people, indigenous people, but they did not succeed there. Hey there, I want to tell you about another podcast I think you'll love. The Brown Girl's Guide to Politics hosted by Ashanti Goler, the president of Emerge. BGG is the one-stop shop for women of color who want to hear and talk about the world of politics. Join Ashanti this season as she talks to incredible women of color who are changing the face of politics and tackling some of the most important issues facing the United States. From reproductive justice to voting rights to climate change and more. Tune in every Tuesday wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm David Plotz of Slice Political Gabfest. As another election season accelerates, it can be tricky to sort through all the noise in the news. Each week on the Gabfest, 
John Dickerson, Emily Bazelon, and I decipher the headlines, break down the races, and tell you what issues really matter. We do not always agree. We definitely do not always agree, but we always deliver thoughtful debate and we always have a good time. So subscribe to Slate's Political Gap Fest. New episodes every Thursday. We are suffering right now from generations worth of lies. We are suffering right now because of the lies about a stolen election, of the lies that a former twice impeached, disgraced, treasonous former president told about Mexicans being rapists, caravans coming to invade your suburban community. We need to put them in cages in order to keep you safe. Lied about there being good people on both sides of when we are one side is hailing Nazi salutes and the other side is fighting for justice. Those lies wouldn't have been able to take hold if we had actually taken the time and done the work to educate the masses of the truth of this nation. Contrary to what Ron DeSantis out of Florida believes, that doesn't create white guilt. What it creates is a system of accountability and responsibility. What it does is allow us to understand the signs clearly of what it looks like when fascism and authoritarianism begin to take hold, because you would have learned about it. Maybe we wouldn't be in a situation where we need to continue to chant that Black Lives Matter because you would have learned how Black lives have shaped this country. Bringing you everything from stoplights to jazz to the cotton gin, to equity and justice, to so many accomplishments, to the mathematic equation that allowed for man to land on the moon. The question that I always ask and wish that I could really ask, if I could sit down with one of these white supremacist politicians who are so hell-bent on pushing back against any form of anti-racist teachings, any form of critical race theory, which by the way, you know, is not taught in schools, in K through 12 schools. What has been worked on since I've been in elementary school is the inclusion of everyone else's narrative and contributions that make this country what it is. 
So what I would ask is, what are you afraid of? Why are you so terrified of the entire truth of this nation? Wouldn't it make people even more patriotic to see that when we know better, when we learn and then know better, that we seek to do better with each and every generation? Why is it, and I did not say this, but somebody else had said it, why is it that the Ron DeSantis's and the Mark Marco Rubio's and, and the, the Ted Cruz's, why do they believe that white people would only identify with the worst in this nation and make them feel bad? Why is it so hard to think that they could identify with leaders and innovators and entertainers that don't look like them, but could also be inspired by their stories? That's the question that I would ask. I don't want to debate these motherfuckers because they don't debate with facts and they're stupid, frankly. And I'll say that. I don't give a fuck. They are. You hear some of the shit that comes out of their mouth? You're like, damn, our education system really is broken. And some of you motherfuckers paid to go to school, to go to private school, and you're still stupid. But the fact is that... I think that we debate the wrong things because I'm not here to debate the merits of my humanity. No, I'm here to ask you what you are afraid of because you are clearly, clearly terrified of people understanding the truth, of people seeing the value outside of being chattel the value of black lives, indigenous lives, Latinx lives, Asian Pacific Islanders, Asian lives. What is so terrifying about the brilliance, the genius of other people that are not white cis hetero men? I would ask, why are you so fragile? Why did you need to create such tall tales about who you are and what you've accomplished? Because there are some that have accomplished great things. But we can tell the whole truth about the person. It's the same way that you watch these leaders die. And then people say, well, don't speak ill of the dead. Well, if you did not do good in life, Remind me why I should respect you in death. Now, I don't mean to degrade anybody or spit on anybody's grave, but I'm sure as fuck not going to talk about them as this wondrous philanthropist when they're a colonizer and a thief. We watch this play out with the death of the queen. The death of the queen should have been the death of the entirety of the idea of monarchy. Monarchies only exist because of raping and pillaging other nations. Taking them over bit by bit. Stealing their jewels and literally putting them in your crown. So why is it that people were poo-pooed 
for telling the entire truth about what it is Queen Elizabeth was presiding over and what her entire family generations benefited from. Now is not the time. Tell me when the fucking time is. I never understand when the right time is to do anything here. It's not the right time in the aftermath of a yet another catastrophic once in a century storm to talk about climate change. It's never the right time after a major mass shooting takes away 19 children's lives. Never the right time to talk about gun control. When another unarmed black person is murdered by police, it's never the right time to talk about police reform. When we are looking at a city or multiple cities in these United States that don't have clean drinking water for taxpaying citizens, it's never the right time to talk about systemic racism. And when we have a federal holiday whose name has been changed, but the history hasn't really been taught, it's never the right time. So my feeling, folks, is that we need to make time. We need to use, right, these federal holidays that, again, not everybody gets to take off, but I'd like to say most people get to take off, but I don't know the statistics. But we should use this time that we're not having to toil away to rest, yes. But while we're resting, let's use the time to educate ourselves. Let's learn a little bit and then let's share what we have learned. Let's do a deep dive into who Columbus was, what he did, where he actually went and share that with people. Because when we know better, when we learn We should want to teach. We should want to share. We should want to uplift. Not hide the bad and hide behind the good or what you presume to be the good. We need to tell the whole story. Because generations from now, Lord only knows what type of government, even if this kind, who knows? I have no idea what people will be living under 40 years from now. I know it won't be a democracy. Who knows what education will look like? But I do know that we have an opportunity right now to be able to share information, real information, do our real research with credible outlets. And tell the truth. That was supposed to be the beauty behind social media was to connect us more. And all it's really done is divide us. But we should take these opportunities when we have these collective holidays to understand these holidays. Because otherwise we just continue to believe the lies that have been fed to us our entire lives and then turn around and wonder how we got to the place that we're in. 
how we have a quarter of the population that still is not vaccinated because they believe that this was all a hoax. Million plus people dead in this country, their neighbors, their friends, and they still believe that this is all a hoax. Tell the truth. Let's all tell the truth so that we don't continue to repeat history over and over and over again. That is it for me today, dear friends on Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.